You're listening to Tim Talks, Taking Interest in Ministry, a conversation between two great friends with over 70 years of ministry between them. Ministering on opposite sides of the border, Dr. Al Stone is the General Director of Bearing Precious Seed Canada and Pastor Emeritus of the Bible Baptist Church in St. Thomas, Ontario, Canada, while Pastor Dan Wolven pastors the North Columbus Baptist Church in Columbus, Ohio. Listen now as Al and Dan review and relate their experiences in hopes of helping others who are taking an interest in ministry. Now, here is Tim Talks. Welcome to Tim Talks. Hey, how about this? Hey, that sounds good. How about... It does, and it tastes Smells awesome. Tastes better. awful. Nasty. No, no, no. Nasty. How about this? What if I went to decaf for you? Would that help you at all if I go to decaf? Is that any help at all? It wouldn't help you. <laughs> it wouldn't help me at all. Well, I'll be falling asleep by what? the first 10 minutes I mean, of that, this thing. Why would even drink coffee in the first place? You're gonna. That's true. The only reason to have the nastiness is to get the caffeine. So, <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I like the caffeine, but I'm not. I don't. I don't have to have it. I'm not addicted like some people. But yeah, yeah no, I, go I without any coffee. coffee for two weeks and tell me how you feel. I I could do it. I could do it. <laughs> I've done it. You would if it wasn't for Tim Talks. That's what it is. I've come to America. That's right. I've come to America. I've, I've had. I've not had good coffee for several weeks. <laughs> I'll tell you what makes it even better is before I took that sip of coffee today, I, I had one of Canada's greatest treasures. I I don't even want to reveal it on air, but I'm going to. I'm I'm going to break the the Canadian rule. I had a butter tart. Now, for those of you that don't know what a butter tart yes, is, yes, I don't know. It's not. It's not a slab of butter. No, it is. Even if I, oh, I gotta bring you one. I'm gonna bring you a butter tart. I can't have one if it, it has is. any sugar in it. So you'll you'll want it. I'm telling well, of you. Of course, Just I'll when want you it. Get, I'll tell you when you get when you get to where you can have one of the greatest tastes you've ever had in your mouth. When you get there, it'll probably be eight nine years. But when you get there, <laughs> <laughs> let me know. When you can have more than just a sip of water a day, when you get there, call me. I'll bring you a butter tart. Why would I waste a, that opportunity on anything oh. but cheesecake? I mean, that's... Oh, no. 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 I will celebrate no. Push with a piece side. of cheesecake. Well, no, I won't. I'll celebrate with an entire cheesecake. <laughs> <laughs> push that push that second-rate thing aside and get yeah. ready for a butter tart. You can have a plain butter tart. You can have a raisin butter tart. You can have a walnut butter tart. You can have a pecan butter tart. Um, we'll we'll put in it whatever you want. I uh, or I could bring you a coconut raspberry tart from Northern Ontario, where I don't know why, but those people up there know how to make mm. the butter tart. And for our Canadian listeners today, I don't. I hope it's na- I hope it's national. I think they are. I know they sell them at Costco now. Um, but if you've never had a butter tart, call me. I used to make them when I was a kid in the bakery. It oh, is, yeah. Oh, they are so good. Oh, yeah. Canadiana. There you go. Welcome to Tim Talks. Good to have I you guess, with us. I guess that Anything, would be any, better than coffee. So, Oh, it just enhances it. It just enhances <laughs> it. It's such a sweet, delectable good. So Maybe on Friday I'll do uh, Name That Butter Tart. <laughs> yeah. I've got a selection of them. What butter tart am I eating today? You'll, you can tell. You can tell. Oh, just a little runny. Just oh, homemade with the crust. The crust has got to be made with lard. 
ladies in West Virginia and Kentucky could make these things and maybe even pick it up a notch. Those ladies know how to do a good lard crust. Oh, yeah. So, and I know how to add lard to my body. It's a big piece of lard. <laughs> There's kids listening that saying, what's lard? <laughs> Google it. <laughs> Google it. And when you see it, just think about licking it. <laughs> big old spoonful of it. <laughs> Put it in your mouth and swish it around. That's what it is. Lard. L-A-R-D. There you go. Word of the day. Lard. Ding, 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 <laughs> It doesn't ding. always have to be a big one. That's right. Okay, enough with the tomfoolery. Time, time to move on to our serious topic of the week. Thank you, Mr. Lardbottom. That's right. <laughs> Helping. <laughs> I'm not even going to say it. I, I could say something else, but I'm not even going to say it. Helping the hurting with their past. How do we do that today? There's, There's way more hurting people than I even want to imagine. And and to think that it help happens in the realm of Christianity. You know, we're not even talking about in the world what's happening in the world. I mean, there's some horrendous things happening in the world to people, and those people need to know Christ. They need to find Christ to help some help. Wow. How do we do that? How do we help today? Well, we sort of touched on this a little bit on Monday, but you have to You've got to approach, you can only go as as quickly or as slowly as the person will allow it. You know, that, that healing of the Lord, um, it takes time. You know, any, any wound is going to need time to heal. And the deeper the wound, the more time it takes to heal. And, uh, you know, I'm thinking of, it's not only what we had mentioned on Monday, but I'm thinking of uh, parents who have lost a young child um, thinking of Christian spouses who found out that their Christian spouse was cheating on them and you know mm-hmm. um, did not want to even remain married anymore um, right different different things that wound up hurting and wounding over the course of time uh, perhaps maybe this is unfortunately a little bit more common of uh, somebody in in the church that would lie to somebody or use them i I don't mean uh, uh, i don't mean in that way in which we already talked about but maybe uh you know financially or something like that where you're you're winding up uh you know pretending to be one thing while you're actually wounding somebody maybe gossiping about them pretending to be a friend whatever it is when when somebody when i meet somebody and they have a instant animosity towards church it's usually because mm, they yes. were wounded by someone that yes. they trusted and so I, right. I think part of the issue that has to be addressed at some point so is the issue of trust because that trust has been broken and uh, and so therefore they feel like they can't trust anyone and you know now now the whole family is set on edge and it may have been the last 20, 30 years that they felt this way, but they're they're never they're never calm, uh, they're never at peace because there's mm-hmm. turmoil inside, and uh, just trying to deal with those things is a is a real difficulty. Yeah, I think you have to establish again that that God is good, God is loving, 
God does not intend for us to go through those hurts, does not intend for us to be devastated like that, and understands that it happens and it has a course of action for us. His word has a path for us to follow when we've been hurt. And you can look at people in the Bible that were hurt. Um, and you can look what happens when you don't deal with it biblically as well. Um, trying to think of, um, oh, oh, what's his name? Jim Shetler preaches that message about uh, Bathsheba's, was it her grandfather? Ahithophel. What's his name? Ahithophel. Yeah. Ahithophel. Um, and, and the course of action that arose from that. That's a great study for you. Look up his name, Ahithophel. Um, that's what happens when that festers and is never really dealt with. Um, I heard a great message one time by Dr. Johnny Pope living in the suburbs of forgiveness. And that's another thing that people may have to struggle through as well as, you know, forgiving someone who did something wrong. Maybe, maybe you were a kid and you were drunk or you were high and you did something to someone and you now have to go to them and apologize and if that person can find forgiveness, you know, great. If they can't, then you have to deal with that. Having hurt someone, we haven't even ta mm -hmm. talked about that. People that have hurt people and, you know, come to realization later that, you know, I was lost, I wasn't saved, or my, I wasn't right or whatever. And you have to deal with that as well. And as a pastor, you may have to deal with both sides of that. But I think, I think we have to let people know that God does love you and he does care. And he is a loving father. And as a father, I tried to protect my children as best I could. And there were times when I could not. And God, in his, in his plan, started this world in order and could stop things, but doesn't. Sometimes he allows it to happen as, so that we experience life and we experience sin and we experience the devastation of sin. And we then use that to help others as we go on in our life. And that's, that's a hard thing to hear, but that's, that is some truth. And it's a hard thing as a pastor or as a brother or as a father, you know, whatever relationship, to try to help a person through. But you can do it. I've seen people become very successful in receiving that and going on. Yeah, at some point, people have to come to the full realization that God is love. And that's, that could be the whole point that of that trust issue is the trust with God that God somehow it has some kind of sin we probably wouldn't say it that way or there's something wrong God has done something wrong it is impossible for God to do something right. wrong and I'm not saying debate someone you can't debate and you can't get into this no. but but that's my no. prayer is is that they learn once again that God is love. God is not their enemy. God has not mm -hmm. wounded them. God, uh, in His in His goodness, uh, He is He is good even to those that have been wounded. They've been taken advantage of in some way in their past, and we're not even you know also addressing people with PTSD who have uh, been right. in battles and war. I mean, I could tell you the names of lots of guys at Cleveland yes. Baptist Church that that seemed yep. fine, but their wives talk about they wake up still wake up in the middle of the night with nightmares, you know, because of the 
because right. of things they've had to go through and the number of people that yep. they've had to kill uh, in in yep. war. You know, so, uh, yeah. you know, that's 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 another issue as well. But whatever it is in the past to to learn and to come to a full realization of who God is. And that may not be something that I'm going to really preach about necessarily or deal with necessarily as we deal with this topic with them. Mm-hmm. But that's my goal is to get them to find out the goodness of God, who God really is. Yeah. I, I like to say that if you're a pastor or a friend or a spouse today, I, I try to think of it this way. When my kids fell and they skinned their knees, they would come running, screaming at the top of their lungs. you think they'd been run over by a car. They're, they're just out of their minds with pain and grief and sorrow. As a parent, what do you do? You embrace them. You try to calm them down. You try to focus on the problem. You try to assure them that everything's going to be okay. Then you take care of the problem. You add the antiseptic, the Band-Aid, all of that. You you know you kiss the boo-boo better, all of those things. And then you help them get reestablished back into what they were doing. And I think that's very similar in what we're trying to address today. There, there are ways that you've just got to try to meet people's needs. And don't try to overthink it. Don't try to be super spiritual. Just let them know you're there. You want to help them, and you're going to help them to the best of your ability. And if you can't do it, then find somebody who can help them. There might be a better counselor, a better pastor that's uh, dealt with those things or has a ministry of those things, but get them the help that they need. That would be my final advice. This young generation, good grief. Got to coddle people. You know what my grandpa did? My grandpa, we were visiting him, and uh, and, uh, my cousin's dog just had puppies. And I believe her name was Happy. And so they said, leave Happy alone. But I just knew Happy loved me. And so as a five, six-year-old kid, I just gave Happy a big hug. And Happy nipped me over the eye had to go get stitches and here I am I'm bleeding and my mom goes mm-hmm. daddy why'd you let him near him uh, why'd you let him near that dog and my grandpa said well I told him figure he'll have to learn for himself <laughs> so wow. he told me once wow. and I get stitches yeah. over my eye and I did learn mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so uh, you, yeah. you coddling you coddling people mm-hmm. well I think I think all of our listeners would say we know. We know why Brother Wolf is just a little cranky sometimes. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. I can still tangents. hear my mom. Daddy, why'd you let him do that? Well, I told him. You know, like, that's, yeah. that's the way farmers are. Well, Got to learn. Well, let me just say, let me just say, come here, little Danny. Come here. I'll give you a hug. <laughs> there it is. I kissed it all better for you now. There you I'm go. I'm blind and Go on your eye. way and play. <laughs> Put your eyeball Being back in the socket. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Put your eyeball back in your socket. Go play with the other kids. Have a great day. Love you. Bye. <laughs> I'm Al Stone. I am in St. Thomas, Ontario, Canada. Home of the butter tart. Home of Tim <laughs> home Hortons. Of the home of hockey. Home of everything good and awesome. Welcome to Tim Talks. 
is Dan Wolven in Columbus, Ohio. Please give us a rating, a review, and make sure you subscribe on your favorite podcast listening platform. Now go out there and don't touch any dogs today. Everyone, stay away from the dogs. <laughs> even <laughs> if they're named trouble. happy. Yeah, even if they're happy. That's your warning for the day. Have a great day. This is Tim Talks. We'll be back on Friday to conclude this week's topic of helping the hurting getting over their past. Have a great day, eh? We'll be back on Friday. This is the Tim Talks. Mike Harness, roll us out of here again. You've been listening to Tim Talks, taking interest in ministry, with new podcasts added each Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. To learn more about your hosts, Dr. Al Stone and Pastor Dan Wolven, you can visit us at timtalks.com. That's T-I-I-M talks.com.